Hi friends, welcome to Level Up with Lori. This podcast is all about the ins and outs of building a six-figure network marketing business. I'm your host, Lori Urban, small business and network marketing coach. I teach women how to build businesses on their terms and around their busy lifestyles. I want them to fall in love with their business and to wake up every single morning with purpose. I am so excited that you tuned in today. So let's get started. Hey, hey, hey there, and welcome back. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today, and thank you for all of the love outside the scenes. I wanted to make sure you knew that I have a brand new website that's launched. It is just in the works, so it's not completely finalized, but I wanted to tell you about it so that you would go and check it out. Give me your feedback. Let me know what you think. It's www.lauriervin.com. So you can check out my different coaching programs on there. You can check out and be the first to know about the different courses that I'm going to have launching this year. And there's a whack load of freebies on there as well. So make sure you check those out. Okay, guys, I have a special treat for you today. And the truth is this year, I really want to focus in on doing more one-on-one chats with boss babes out there because I think that there's so much we can learn from like each other, from collaborating, from talking, from discussing, and just sharing our experiences. So today's episode is from is with a woman that I absolutely think is incredible. Her name is Audrey Milford. She has been in network marketing for quite a while. She's on her second company and she's actually starting a brand new thing alongside her network marketing company this year. So we're going to dig into that as well. And I just think you just never know where these businesses are going to lead you, but there's certain things that I want to make sure all of you are out there doing in your businesses. And Audrey is such a great example of someone that just stays consistent, stays the course and finds so much success. But I also want to tell you about her new endeavor because you're going to absolutely be inspired and wowed by it. And I think a lot of you are going to want to find out more. So Tune into today's episode and then go find Audrey on social media. I will share her links with you out on my own social media so you can check her out, but definitely find her. You will love her and let me know what you think about the episode after you listen. All right. Enjoy guys. Thank you so much, Audrey. I'm so excited to have you on the call today. Thank you. I'm excited. So some people are going to be able to see your shirt if we're watching this on YouTube and some people are not going to, but everybody needs to know that Audrey is wearing the most beautiful Be Brave Mom shirt ever that I'm like, okay, sign me up and get me one. (laughs) But we will um, talk more about that after too, because I think that uh, your shirt is a little bit of a prelude to some things you have coming up. Am I right? That's right. I've got lots of exciting things coming up and I can't wait to tell you about them. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. So um, just to kind of give everybody a little bit of a background, how many years ago did we meet? Like probably three or four now? I would say at least four years ago, like at least. Yeah. So if anybody listened to my podcast yeah. episode about how I started a networking group, Audrey and I met through that net- networking group. So yeah. um it kind of gave me some of the really the best local connections in the world. And you are one of them. And I'm so like, you were much further along in your journey at that time than I was in network marketing. Yeah. And I just feel like I've always looked up to you in network marketing. So that's why I'm excited to have you on the podcast today. Thank you. Yeah. It's been 10 years. So 10 it's years. <laughs> a decade. That's incredible. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Can you kind of tell us a little bit about your journey? Because if I'm right, you started with another network marketing company and then kind of jumped into It Works. Yeah. So I started with another company and it was how a lot of us start out in network marketing, honestly, that we are introduced to a product, we really love them, and somebody says, hey, you can make some money doing this. Um, you know, I was that stage of little tiny kids, and I didn't want to leave them, and I thought, okay, if I can make some money at home, that's going to be better than having to go out and do a part-time job and make that same income, so why wouldn't I try for it? I was terrified, nervous, didn't um, have, uh, you know, any experience in it, and, uh, you know, jumped in with both feet. And, um, you know, I made a lot of mistakes and learning as I went along because that's how, how we grow. And, uh, yeah, so I was with that company for five years and it, it was incredible, absolutely incredible, such a blessing. And again, like you say, that community, the people you meet, you know, is, is unbelievable. And then I was introduced to another company and, uh, it just truly resonated with me, and so um, with a lot of thought and decision, I moved over to a different company, and I've now been with them for five years as well, and um, again, the growth and the blessings that have come is is unbelievable. I think a lot of people, I think I see this a lot, right? People start with one company because they love the network marketing opportunity, and they love the product, and likely you didn't change, like you didn't stop loving the product that you originally started with. Nope still ordering it. <laughs> exactly, right? And then, but then you find another thing that fits just like, just a little bit better, right? Like it's a little bit yep. more you, or for you, it was also kind of more of a ground floor opportunity. Um, if I'm right, yep. <laughs> and, um, do you have any advice for anybody that is considering like jumping? So I'm going to tell people, and I, I love to express this, that, that you're not selling your soul. You're not making a lifelong commitment. Like, just give it a try. Mm -hmm. People are so scared to fail. Mm -hmm. And they're so scared of it because maybe they've had a friend who didn't have a great experience or they have a friend who had these high expectations and, and fell flat on their face. And they're like, well, I don't want to be like Susie, mm -hmm. you know, but guess what? We're all different. We all have different drive. It's the best comparison I have is like a gym membership. You know, there's going to be a hundred people on January 1st who are like, yes, I'm going to do this. And by December 31st, you know, there's like 10 people maybe that are still going. Only five of them go consistently. One of them has changed their life and has become a trainer. And one of them decided to become a bodybuilder, right? Like, but those other 90 people, it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with the gym membership. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, is, that, gym is there. that is honestly the best analogy that I've ever heard. And I often <laughs> like compare it to a gym membership in that you actually have to show up for yes. work. But like just the starting aspect, I am going to reuse that one. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's such a visual for people because they understand they all know somebody who signed up for the $1,000 gym membership package and by February, they weren't even going. Right, right? And it's like, not the gym that's not working. It's the No, human. no. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's all about our ideals and, and, you know, it's the vision of what we have. And if our vision is to be in shape by the time we go to Cuba at Christmas, 
we are going to do it. If you don't have that set goal and you're kind of like, nah, you know, my doctor told me I need to work out, but whatever. And you know, then you're not going to do it. Well, and I think there's a lot of people that get started and yet they never really like come out of the gates, right? Like no. the thing I see most often is I think it's their fear eating them up. They, they are mm-hmm. afraid of announcing it to people for judgment. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. and under understandable we're all scared right from when we're kids Mm -hmm. you know and I have to go back to when you're five I don't think (laughs) I felt any different than that I think I was just as nervous yeah yeah and I'll say uh, times have changed Mm-hmm. So when I started 10 years ago, there was no Facebook marketing. There mm-hmm. was no, it didn't exist. Like you were on Facebook, but you didn't use that for your business. That was like the concept haven't, hadn't even really rolled out yet. Very and true. so it was very different when I signed up. And, you know, as we say, <laughs> we, we always make mistakes um, and fear eats us up. So I look back on my first six months in network marketing. And it was a home party based business. Um, I can tell you two things that stand out at me is number one, I never phoned one customer after a sale for six months because I was so scared. They might be like, I'm not sure I like this. I was so scared of it. I couldn't even call them to say, how are you liking your product? Even though they're great. Even though you probably knew you could fix it if they didn't like it. it. It still stopped me. And the other thing was doing home parties again. Um, even though I'd been in, in retail for many years, home party is different. You're standing in front of like five to 10 people who are just staring at you <laughs> and waiting for you to say something magical. Right. And I literally would have to like, excuse myself before a party, go into the bathroom and like, look in the mirror and be like, they're just people. They're just people. They're just people. Right. And it's amazing. Then, you know, I look back, at that and now I see myself 10 years later and I could stand up in front of a room of 400 people and it wouldn't make me nervous and it's kind of anything in life right like when we haven't ever done something it feels daunting and the only thing that you can do to actually get over that fear is to actually do it yeah right like and then do it again (laughs) after that because the first time you're probably crappy at it like you probably great at the first presentation that you ever did I always say consider great at your third. (laughs) That's right. Consider the first hundred people you interact with as guinea pigs. Yeah. Just let go, release that expectation of anything and consider that first hundred your guinea pigs. Truthfully, when I started, I actually owned that. Like I would tell people, okay, guys. And I would tell all my friends, okay, I'm going to like, you're going to be my guinea pigs. I'm going to like show you all the things and I'm going to say all the things and you're going to like, tell me how you would respond. Like it was actually both smart from like a learning standpoint, but smart from a sales sales standpoint too. Like I was exposing them to the product with little pressure because they thought they were just my guinea pigs. That's right. And you released the expectation for both of you. For both of us. I didn't have to buy. And they didn't have to buy. That's right. That's right. And you know, um, again, fear will stop a lot of people, but I, if you look back on your life at the things you're most proud of, often those are the ones you're most scared of. I mean, heck, I was scared of having kids and now I have two and goodness gracious, you know what I mean? Like, you you know, it's, it's, uh, it's an accomplishment, but it's continual growth and work and things that you learn as you go along. Yeah. 
100%. So you have a pretty massive team, am I right? Yeah, so I have a team of um, over 4,000 around the world. And uh, I'm very fortunate because I have some of my team members who are very, as I say, career girls. You know, they take this as a full-time career mm-hmm. and, you know, they're, they're, they're tenfold of me. You know, um, one of my girls in Florida, she is continually always one of the top recruiters in the company every single month. And, you know, she went from being broke, um, living with her grandparents, uh, like crazy, crazy story, no money, and to making, you know, 60 to 80,000 a month. Mm -hmm. And that's just, you know, it blows your mind. This is a girl who has a high school education, who Mm -hmm. is, you know what I mean? And and people always think, oh, you have to follow the building blocks. And I'm like, no, if you got the drive, Mm -hmm. you don't need the building blocks in this career. Mm -hmm. Um, But you have to choose it as that, right, to make it successful. Uh, yeah, I, I like that point. You have to choose that. Like you do have to choose your path and no path is right. Like I think hobbyist or even just wanting the free stuff or career, but you can't expect to get something that you don't put into it. No. And you know what? I, I love my, I call them dabblers. I love my dabblers, you know, um, because regardless, I think if you put yourself out there, you learn something about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, network marketing is a big fat mirror. Like you have to look in the mirror and you have to admit what you need to work on, what you are good at, what you are blessed with, what you want to fill blessings with in your life. And if you don't, again, if you don't put that choice in, you're not going to get any further ahead. But even if you're in for three months or six months, I always call it the six month itch, right? You realize that either you have to step up or you know, you just kind of place some orders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's network marketing, right? Yeah, totally. you got to step up your game or not. Yeah. And, um, but it's okay to be a dabbler. And I've had even phases in 10 years where I've just said, you know what, I, I need to slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, life has hit and I'm going to be a dabbler for a few months or yeah. you know, whatever until I, I can get my momentum. Industry, like what, uh, where else would you find that? No accountant is able to dabble for a couple of months because no, life hits, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, um, so it's going back almost four years ago now was when my daughter was diagnosed with type one diabetes and I had no idea about diabetes. No, Mm -hmm. like no clue, which, um, I realized there's a lot of education that needs to go on about type one diabetes. Absolutely. There's only six and a half and that's hitting you. That's life slapping you over the head. Yep. And I mean, it's a 24 ignore. No, and it's a 24-7 autoimmune chronic condition that requires care literally 24 hours of the day. And people, because it's more of an invisible illness, people don't see mm-hmm. how hard it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's something that, yeah, that set me back for a while. But it was okay because mm-hmm. I'd built so much momentum over the years that I was able to be quiet with my business for a little while. And, how, uh, and just find my place. Consistent. Like, how do you build that momentum to the point where you can coast for a couple months? Like, tell me some of your best tips for being consistent on a day in, day out, weekly, monthly, <clears throat> whatever that looks like for you. So, I mean, the best tips when I have been at my <laughs> my peak, you know, because like we all have peaks and valleys. One hundred percent. The peak is a tapping into your resources. Okay, so every network marketing company has training, team meetings, phone calls, 
social events, um, opportunities to connect, all of them have that. Mm -hmm. If you are not tapping into those, you are disconnected. Oh, I love that. I yeah. love that. And you can see the difference when someone starts connecting with like the company and the people and all those yeah. things. Just, they're just that much more invested. Yeah. And I mean, personal development is important, right? So you listen to your audiobooks, you um, watch that motivational video. So you want to incorporate those, but you want to have the ones that are coming, coming from your company too, because that is the culture of your company. And if you want to be a big part of your company, you need to embrace that culture too. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's like families, right? When you have uh, family A over here, you know, they have priorities, but family B over here has priorities, but it doesn't mean that family A or B are wrong. Right. It just means they're different cultures and it's okay 100%. to have different cultures. And we need to stop comparing ourselves oh. to someone who has totally different goals than us. That's like, right. You're just all honest with the, like, imagine we were all wearing a shirt with what our goals were and yeah. we're like big team, like big event with all the people from our company start like networking and talking to the people that are the same as you and stop like talking to Sally who totally has zero, like totally different goals than you. Why compare yeah. yourself to somebody that wants something different in the end? That's right. And you know, it's good to see that other people have different goals. And I, I struggled with that actually for a while was looking at some of the leaders I know in our company and looking at their priorities and maybe their sacrifices because, you know, mm -hmm. anything that you build takes sacrifice uh, on one end or the other. Um, looking at their lifestyle and it wasn't resonating with me. And I was like, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that person. And I had to stop and say, why do I have to be that person to have that success? I don't, I can be my person and have success too. Right. But I had to come to terms with that because I was stopping myself from succeeding mm -hmm. because I didn't want to be like them. Yeah. And, and I think a it, lot of people do that too, or they think that they can't be them. And what's interesting about network marketing, I think <laughs> is that you actually can be whoever you want, right? Like, yeah, there's nothing that I do that someone else could do if that's what they wanted. Yes. But yeah. they well, and it that. goes back to, yeah. And it goes back to that gym membership, right? You see that girl who is lifting weights like nobody's business, mm -hmm. but can she run for half an hour on the treadmill? Maybe not. Right. <laughs> right? Back to but what you, you can said, run like a fiend. Sacrifices too, right? Like yeah. I'm, also not the mom that bakes. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Lori? <laughs> <laughs> I'm also not really putting on four course meals for my family because that's, <laughs> it's not my forte. <laughs> yes. I, amen. <laughs> we kind that's of all right. gravitate to what we're good at, right? Yeah. Yeah. And forgiving ourselves or, you know, being okay with ourselves Yes, that we're not the best at everything. Um, exactly. And again, we always set that standard looking at other people, but um, that's life. That honestly, that's just life. And you sometimes just got to buck up and chin up and move and forward. It. Yeah. And own it. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, um, yeah, it's, it's never going to, I'm never going to be a fast runner. I'll say that. Right. But neither. I'm not going to beat myself up for it. Nope. You know? Doesn't mean I'm not going to run sometimes, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to 
you know, worry that I'm not a marathon runner. And that's, it's so, people just need to be okay with, you know, trying. <laughs> just give it a try. That's right. That's right. Um, okay. So tap into your company's resources. What else you got for me? Um, you know, it can be so simple, but you have that list of things that you have to accomplish, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, do the, do the crappy things first, <laughs> you know, um, I, and I'll be fully honest when it comes to lack of skills, scheduling is not on the top of my list, but when I do it and I feel good about it, it's amazing what I can get done in a day. Well, you know? and it kind of like when you do those things, those things you don't really want to do, there's almost like this light, like your chest is lighter. Everything feels better. Yes. And you just feel very accomplished. Yeah. Yep. And it's something I struggle with, honestly, all the Everybody time. And I, because there's always some things in your business that are crappy. Well, here's the thing though. And that's it, right? Same different pile, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what is interesting is from the outside perspective, again, when people look at you, you've been in the industry for years, they think you have it all together. Right. They really do. And you're like, no, 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 no I'm just, you know, chugging along just the whole the only difference is that I don't stop exactly I've had a bad day I don't stop because I've had a bad month mm -hmm. I just keep going and I start get again. back up again start again and it's it's it, I find it funny because even people on my team or whatever they think that I know everything and <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a details person so if a new promotion comes open or there's a date for something like I don't know that I don't know all that stuff because I never know anything until the minute before I need to know it. That's right. I focus on the things that I can do right now and I don't worry about five days down the road because I don't have the capacity for that. Yep. It, it's brilliant though because um, I know you've done some of this as well is personality training. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you have not explore this is another huge 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 thing that if you have not done this yet you need to you need to research personality types yeah because I did that again, back when I was in the corporate world and it's so uh, eye-opening it is fascinating and once you learn it you, you can't unlearn it and you start assessing every person you meet and it helps with your family relationships it helps with your business relationships uh, you know, I look at, at my every husband and wife needs to do the love language test. That's, and that's the same, the same kind of concept. It's the language that you speak. It's the way you process things. You know, I look at my husband and he is not a spur of the moment kind of guy. Mm -hmm. And you need to talk about things so he can do his funnel filter and get to his decision. But once he has that decision, it is final. Yeah. Right. That's one personality. Me, I'm like, oh. What's going on? Okay, let's go, guys. Hey, whatever. Let's go. Okay. I don't care. Okay, right? Like, I don't care because I'm like so in the moment. So I have to remember when I want to do things in the moment, I have to give him like six hours notice. <laughs> so that, so that, right? And but understanding that yeah, change the relationship. And so having team members, mm -hmm. building a network marketing. If you have the process person, you'll know them. Because guess mm -hmm. what? They, they're the ones that ask you 500 questions. Yeah. Give them the info. Let them funnel it, process it, come to their decision, mm -hmm. and talk about it. Yeah. The other person who's like the squirrel, 
they don't they don't care about information yeah they just want to know is it fun does it work great here you go right that's that's totally. it so but all lead to success if you yeah. respect what you are yeah and then i just kind of reminded me of one tip too for leaders is that what I, one of my mistakes I think I made as a leader for a long time, maybe you could kind of like confirm this is to give everybody all the answers. So whenever, like, <laughs> yeah, I just told you two minutes ago that I, I'm stuck. I don't know the answers. So it yeah. would take so much time. I would be like, Oh, the date for that. Oh, I don't want to see like me look it up thing. So I better go look it up. Yeah. And now I'm like, screw it. I don't need to know that date, but if you need to know it, this is how you find it. That's right. Yes. I, I genuinely made that mistake for years. Years and, because uh, I didn't want to seem dumb. Yep. Yes. Well, and also you don't want to let them down. You want to help them. And, and that's at the core of my personality is a pe I'm a people pleaser. The nurturer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that is again, respecting who you are and going, okay, no, I don't need to do that to help them grow because you're actually it, stunting it, their growth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like helping your child always tie their shoelaces. Some, at some point you have to say, yes, how do I do it? my child to tie their shoelaces? Like I swear my life, <laughs> I'm going to go until they're 15. <laughs> oh, I'll give you some good tips after. Oh. <laughs> I, I, my, my kids learned on their own because I told them I wouldn't buy them certain things until they figured it out. <laughs> and they went to their friends and their friends taught them. <laughs> <laughs> they would figure it out and they came home like, telling me I, I was like great now you can it. have this do it. <laughs> oh it's it's yeah every kid but again every person at their own pace right is everybody's so, different but yeah yes okay so loving these any other tips for what your day looks like that you like how do you set yourself up for success is it about the I, is it about Oh, for sure. It's always about habits. And again, struggle, big struggle for me. You know, um, the, the people I admire most are the most dedicated to setting their routines because that's something I struggle most with. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what we, we always, the grass is always greener. We admire the people who do what we struggle with. Exactly. And those days that I do sit down, focus, shut out the world so I can get something done. Um, are the days I feel best and most accomplished. And I have to remember that feeling. I know Tony Robbins is huge on like putting yourself in the emotion of like, you know, what you, you would feel when that happens. Yeah. And then you want to do it more. Um, you know, I, I'm very social, <laughs> bit of a social butterfly, but finding where you fill your cup is going to help you as well. So being around people is where I find that I fill my cup most. So I try and do that more. Um, even if it's working with somebody on a, you know, we're both just on FaceTime while we're working. Yeah. You know, that helps me it's succeed. True though. Again, that kind of goes to knowing your own personality and knowing yeah. how you get your energy. And so I'm the opposite of that is yes. interacting with people drains me. So I have to be very careful because in this industry, you need to be with people and it gets a very social industry. Yes. But if I do that too much, I won't get anything else done because I'll be yep. so drained. Yeah. So yes. it's that's and that's the difference between yes. introvert and extrovert, right? Exactly. Introvert needs to recoup on their own. Extrovert needs to recoup with people. Yes. But so. you, and for a long time in this business, it took, like, I kept thinking, I have to do it this way. I have to do it this no. way. Yeah. But then I would come home and be 
dead exhausted because I wasn't doing the things that were true to who I am. That's right. That's right. And that is, again, the learning curve that as you go through this process, I look at who I was at, here I can tell my age, who I was at 30 and who I am now at 40. Yeah. 100%. And I'm so proud of who I am, mm-hmm. but I'm not done growing. I know I, I can do much more, but I'm so like, oh my gosh, I never thought I would be this person. You know, I didn't, I didn't think that would be who I am. Well, and I don't think I ever thought that I would be this lucky to be doing something that I love this much. Yes. Yes. Like, it's kind of like when you really sit down and think about it, I I often just think like, wow, why doesn't everybody do this? I know. But again, not everybody is mentally ready to do that kind of stuff, right? So it's, uh, it's, but that's where, you know, I know if, you know, you want to move on to this, this is where the growth comes that you can open yourself to other avenues in life because you feel confident enough in mm-hmm. what you've learned. Well, and that's the perfect uh, segue. So tell me what you yeah. are growing into. So this is an idea that's been brewing for a while. Um, but with my daughter's diagnosis, it completely shook our world. It was something that we weren't expecting. You never think it's going to be you when your you know, child is diagnosed with something that's life altering. Mm -hmm. And um, it just shakes you to the core. You, you know, you don't even know how to process it at times. And we've always had the motto of being brave, you know, we've got to be brave. And, you know, being brave is not always about you being brave, but maybe you need the community to be brave for you, or you need to surround yourself with people who've been through it, because they're going to help you. Mm -hmm. And so we've learned through that I've um, also tried to provide that as we've experienced things to be able to share that with other people. And that led to our um, idea to start a brand called Be Brave Now. And it's focused not just on diabetes or people living with diabetes. It's focused on being brave through whatever you're, you're dealing with, whether it's another chronic condition, whether it's something invisible like mental health as well, you know, and you, you, Lori, know you've had your own experiences in life that you've had to be brave through and finding those resources and people around you to support you, to understand it, that get it mm-hmm. is so pivotal mm-hmm. to, to life and, and so how you make it through stuff. it. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And it's all a mental game because you can meet per- somebody who is dealing with the worst thing in life you could imagine and they are sitting there with a smile on their face and saying, I'm so blessed. Mm-hmm. And then you meet somebody who is dealing with something that in your head is small, mm-hmm. but it's debilitated them. And I learned a lesson from somebody who, this has stuck with me. She went through, uh, her, her upraising is something that gives you chills. It was horrific. Okay, this girl has been through more awful stuff in her life than anybody should be and she ended up in rehab for a year or two and she met a guy and she said I looked at my my life issues and she goes look at me now I'm I'm you know drug free I'm happy I'm a mom I'm you know she still fights through every day but she's 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 you know on a path of happiness and she said this guy who his life issue that put him on drugs 
was so small to her, Mm -hmm. but he couldn't handle it. And he's still dealing with his drug addiction. And she said, I learned who am I to judge whose problem is big or small. Mm -hmm. Right. And I thought, wow, like she's sitting there saying that when she has the right to say, look at my life. Right. I deserve to, you know, be in the, in the dump. Mm-hmm. And she said, but I can't judge. I can't well, judge. I did have a psychologist say that to me once though, when I said something, something I would like when I was working through my depression and I said something and she said, well, hold on, don't discount yeah. what you're going through because there's somebody out there going through something worse. That's right. Because That's in right. your world right now, that is like taking over. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where Be Brave Now comes in is I want to just support people with the idea that there is community, that there is support. Um, We, for our first production of shirts, which are coming in soon, which I'll show you the logo. I'm so excited about it. So awesome. Um, So our Be Brave Now shirts are going to be coming in this week. And 10% of our sales is going to be going back to an organization called I Challenge Diabetes. Okay. And it's an organization that helps uh, the youth deal, you know, have social events and, and it's run by um, Chris Jarvis, who's an Olympic, gold Olympic rower, um, who beat the odds by being in the Olympics with, you know, diabetes as well. Mm-hmm. And, but he also does leadership programs for youth, teenagers to show them how to pass that on to the next generation, how to be brave and and be leaders for the next generation. I think that's so important. So that's where we're starting. And I'm so excited for it because I don't think I would have had the courage to do it without my 10 years of direct sales. Yeah, 100%. It's amazing the confidence that can come from being in this business. I mean, it's amazing the, like the highs and the lows, I always say, right? The the highs and the lows are like, oh, like, yeah. How am I going to get back to that good point? Yes, definitely, definitely. If you definitely. don't go through the lows, you don't grow. That's right. That's right. So yeah, if you want to watch for my um, yeah, how do Instagram. we find? You? How does everybody find out more information? So right now we're starting out with Instagram. It's be brave dot now. Okay. And you be brave can check it. Yep. And it will be, we'll be loading stuff up this week and I'm super excited for it. Again, you know, like any person, we're just starting out, um, scratching the surface, but I know the, the capacity of what's possible with this is going to be huge. And I think what I love about this is that you're not sure what the next step is, right? My guess is your brain has 1 million and four ideas. (laughs) It does. The best part about it is that you're actually doing something. You're starting with one thing. And I think yeah. that that's what we want. That's the message we need to get to anybody yes, who's I love that. struggling to like, because they're trying to start too many things at one time or because they're seeing the mountain when all they need to do is take a single step. Yeah. One step will get you further than thinking about all the things. Yeah, it's, that is so true. And it, that's why, honestly, this idea was sitting around too long in my head. And I waited because I was so like, well, and you're you not know, sure that, what's the right first step. What do I like? Should I have this? Right. Do I have this? Do I have this? Right. So many people that are starting a business and they're like, well, this isn't the right time because I'm getting married in four months or yeah. I need to have this before I do this or blah, 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 blah. But the truth is like, yeah. 
there's no perfect time. It's like having children. Is there a perfect time to have a kid? <laughs> Hell nope. no. Like, <laughs> no. And there's definitely not a perfect time to yeah. have a third, let me tell you. <laughs> I still remember when you told us. <laughs> oh, I'll never, ever forget finding out that I was pregnant with my third. And I always say, like, thank goodness for him. He's the best one because, like, I was not ready. <laughs> Well, you know, I saw uh, a sign, you know, how the churches have different, like, signs sometimes, and I saw this on a, on a church billboard, and it said, we always have time for the things that are important. Yeah. And that has stuck with me forever, because everybody's excuse is always time. Always. But when you didn't have children, you did not have time for children. Mm-hmm. Now you have children, and guess what? You have to make time for them, and they take priority on that list. So it's not that you don't have time. It's just, what do you have time? What do you want to have your time for? Exactly. Like ask yourself, are you spending time on the things that actually matter? Or are you going to all those social functions that you moan and complain about going to anyways? Trust me, there are things that you can cut out of your life to like find time for the things that will actually change your life. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. So true. Yeah. There's, and you don't know until you try. You don't right? You don't. And you will never know until you try. And even if you fail, maybe it takes you to the next great thing. Yeah. I have a friend who tried eight network marketing companies. Eight. Before she's with the one we're with now. Eight. Wow. Yeah. And she is a resounding success. Well, and I think sometimes it's not even necessarily the network marketing company. It could just be the timing in her life wasn't right for what she was doing right then. And she was posted somewhere. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's a million opportunities. There's um, ways to look at network marketing. You know, people, uh, one other thing that, that I see a lot is people think that it's again, an all or nothing. Right. And I'm, I'm like, but if you really look at people who are successful, they don't have all their eggs in one basket. No. In fact, you really shouldn't. So, why do you feel like if you commit to signing with a network marketing company, all of a sudden your eggs are all in one basket? They're mm-hmm. not. No. And you can create, uh, I started a network marketing group as well because I was like, you know what? Uh, sorry, not network marketing, but a, a networking uh, women's group. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And it has been amazing for, again, those connections and, and building my name in the community and, it's really crazy to see what's possible. It really, really, really is. And I feel like that is like the perfect place to end, even though I feel like I could talk to you for the next three hours. (laughs) But everybody needs to go because by the time this goes live, your Instagram things should be uploaded and all the good things. So be brave dot now. Yep. And, um, if you're doing something brave, maybe you want to tag BreBrave.now on Instagram. That because would be we amazing. should all just have a few more moments in our life of being brave. <laughs> That's right. I love it. Thank you so much, Flory. It was really great to Audrey, uh, chat with you and share. Always a pleasure. Okay. What did you guys think, right? Is she as incredible as I led you to believe? I know. not Like more so. I couldn't even do her justice in the description. And... Are you not just totally blown away by what she's going to be building in the next year? I cannot wait to see everything come to fruition. I am going to be rocking out my t-shirt and I will share that with you guys on social media, but 
tell me your feedback. Give Audrey a shout out on social media. Find her over there. You will absolutely love following along on her journey, just as I have done for the past couple of years. And honestly, learn from her words, learn from the consistency and the hustle that she's built into her business and the way that she's kind of a no excuse, no BS kind of businesswoman. And that is what we all need more of if we want to find the success that we are working and looking so hard for. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I will see you next week. Same time, same place. Hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you got a few takeaways and feel energized to get out there and take on the world. Before you go, if you've enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would hop on over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Or if you are on Facebook, join me in my Facebook group, Level Up With Lori Inner Circle. Or tag me on Instagram at This Is Life With Lori and I will be sure to give you a shout out. Until next week, my friends.